It's the pinnacle of adjuvants. Petrocore uses highly refined farmer source soybean oil to produce the ideal spray droplet size, leading to better deposition and enhanced drift control. Visit chsagronomy.com to learn more about Petrocore from CHS. Welcome to The Scoop Podcast. I'm editor of The Scoop, Margie Echelkamp, joined today by Tim Lotch, Director of Agronomy for North America, Coke Agronomic Services, and Jared Miller, the Master Agronomy Advisor at MKC, for a discussion about the growing season, but also really diving into some considerations around farmers' input dollar and specifically around fertilizer. Tim and Jared, welcome to our podcast. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Thank you. And so, Jared, I'm, I'm going to kick this question to you first. And, you know, as we talk about the 21 growing season, I've heard from a number of retailers, and I'm, I'm curious on your perspective, on the overall tone and characteristics of the conversations you're having with farmers around higher grain prices and the opportunities this growing season is presenting to them. Yeah, thank you. Um, that's exactly correct. The conversations so far have been a lot like any other year, except for the fact that we do see a spike in grain prices this this spring, especially. Um, so that has really turned to more conversations around return on investment. How can I make more out of this acreage that I'm farming today? Um, and, and, and those conversations especially start to grow when we talk about certain hybrids that we might be planting, you know, whether it's dry land or irrigated. We had quite a quite a few conversations around how much fertility should I be adding to try to reach some of these goals that I might have, especially with grain prices this year. That seems to be a pretty strong topic about where can I spend my dollars to get my best return on investment. Yeah, Tim, as Jared mentioned, with higher grain prices, input costs have also gone gone up. What does that mean for both retailers and farmers? Well, what matters in farming, uh, as with any other business, Marty, is optimizing profitability. And so uh, while there is um, huge opportunity uh, to op- optimize uh, yield and generate revenue for the farm, we, we can't do that at the cost of ignoring input costs to chase yield. And uh, that's especially true as we've seen input costs ratcheting up, uh, particularly like nitrogen has done uh, this spring. And so we still have to expect return on investment uh, from all those input decisions. Yeah, Jared, as we talk about ROI, optimizing farmer profitability, you know, compared to 2020, are farmers swinging for the fences this year? You know, it really seems like it. It, 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 it has seemed to change a little bit this year. And I'm, I'm truly wondering if that is because just the run-up in grain, or if our practices are really getting that much better to where they have that much more confidence in their uh, in their uh, abilities and in the inputs that we're providing for them. It really seems like that transition is happening, and I do see more and more farmers striving for those higher yields than ever before. 
So you guys are, are both agronomists and, you know, whether these are perhaps in some conversations, uh, some things arise that could be myths or commonly held beliefs or outdated practices, how specific to nitrogen management, how are you addressing some of those things as they come up in conversation? Yeah, I'll take that one first. Um, it, it seems like year after year, nitrogen is, you know, our most abundant nutrient used, but can also be one of the most limiting uh, nutrients that we put on the farm as well. So I've always kind of went with six different schools of thought. First one is, is don't ever guess on how much nitrogen might be in your soil. Don't be afraid to take a soil test and let's, let's you know, dive into that. Um, let's help determine what your expected yield can be. Um, I think that really helps us estimate how much uh, potential nitrogen that we're going to put on that farm. Um, consult an agronomist, you know, ask questions. We won't know unless we learn. Um, there's quite a few people out here in this world today that are very good and willing to help wherever we can. We always talk about implementing the four R's, right rate, right time, right source, and right, right place for nitrogen management. Um, that seems to be a critical one every year. Focus on early fertility. It seems like more and more we're getting better at placing that nitrogen when it needs to be. And that could be multiple applications nowadays. Um, so that has, that has taken a turn in the right, right direction. And then finally, always consider a nitrogen stabilizer. If nitrogen is going to be your most expensive nutrient, but also maybe the most limiting, let's definitely look at stabilizing that product. Something that has always come as an objection when I'm on the farm, especially with farmers that might be a little price conscious is, if I'm going to potentially lose nitrogen, well, why don't I just put more out there? You know, and one example that I've always given is you've got a hole in the fence and you've got cattle on one side. If they're getting out, are you going to keep putting cattle out there or are you going to take the time and fix that fence? That's a, that's a great analogy. Tim, anything you want to share just about some myths out there or, or considerations that you want to make sure you're underlining with farmers? Well, I think Jared pointed out one of the most important ones, and that is, you know, we often hear growers uh, say, I'm just going to put down more nitrogen uh, as opposed to stabilizing my nitrogen. But we find consistently and through our research that that is not either the most efficient or the most profitable nitro nitrogen management plan for them. And so, uh, as Jared mentioned, uh, we, we've got to think about nitrogen in the context of the 4R management guidelines, right source, right rate, right timing, right placement. And urease and nitrification inhibitors are a very cost-effective way to allow a farmer to keep their input cost manageable uh, while also protecting yield potential and at the same time ensuring environmental sustainability. And so, uh, you know, it's, um, it's interesting because stabilizers um, uh, often also provide operational flexibility, and I think growers sometimes overlook this, uh, but what stabilizers can do is allow a grower to manage labor shortfalls or adjust timing of application and really never lose sleep over lost nitrogen or lost bushels in those scenarios. Tim, I would uh, agree with you 100%. It really seems to have gone cost versus performance anymore. Um, our growers aren't afraid to invest in seed, uh, equipment purchases, labor, you know, a, a number of things. So I think nitrogen protection is one of the products, especially nowadays, that is growing in that return on investment category. 
And we are talking with Jared Miller at MKC and Tim Lotch with Coke Agronomic Services. We'll be right back to this conversation and dive into some of the dollars and cents considerations after this message from our podcast sponsor. Using adjuvants that keep crop protection products on target leads to better weed, disease, and insect control. Petrichor from CHS uses highly refined farmer source soybean oil to produce the perfect spray droplet size, leading to better deposition and enhanced drift control. Its formulation avoids the impurities of other crude soybean oil-based adjuvants, meaning improved viscosity, cold weather stability, mixability, and overall performance. When using Petrichor, growers and retailers can be confident that crop protection products will adhere to the target leaf so they can penetrate the surface and go to work. Better deposition also makes products less likely to wash off during irrigation and rain. Visit chsagronomy.com or talk to your CHS agronomy representative to learn more about Petrichor the pinnacle of adjuvants. Welcome back to the podcast. We're talking with Tim Lotch and Jared Miller. You've got a dollars and cents article on your website that talks about how some growers will apply extra pounds of nitrogen to get higher yields. For those who aren't using stabilizers or inhibitors already, why is now the time to consider adopting the use of those products? One of the ways uh, that I like to think about this, uh, Margie, is that um, the research is very clear. Uh, if we apply more untreated nitrogen, what we see is that we lose a higher percentage of the total applied N, uh, which means that we are losing even more absolute pounds of nitrogen from the system. And we're talking about uh, this year an input that is already very expensive. And so not only are we uh, potentially sacrificing direct money from losing those input costs, we are also then sacrificing yield potential uh, because of the extra nitrogen losses that occur, in addition to the fact that we are, uh, you know, potentially compromising our uh, obligation to sustainability and environmental management. And so stabilizers afford us an option, a technology solution, uh, to manage all of those things, to use nitrogen at the right rate while minimizing loss and also protecting that yield potential that we're striving for. And Tim, as I understand it, you know, Coke has solutions for nitrogen loss to fit pretty much any grower, any system, and a lot of nitrogen products. So, so what should farmers be looking at heading into this season? Well, the first thing I think that a farmer needs to consider is that they've got to pull the right tool out of the toolbox for the application at hand. Uh, not all stabilizers are designed to do the same thing, and uh, certainly not all are created equal. And so you have to consider uh, the risk of loss, what form of loss you might be exposed to, and uh, the 4R context of that application to really understand which tool to pick out of the toolbox. Uh, Coke offers three uh, really uh, important uh, tools, significant tools, technology solutions to help manage nitrogen. The first is Anvil, uh, which is ideal for spring urea or UAN applications. Uh, Anvil has two active ingredients, 
NBPT, uh, which is the, the active ingredient uh, in its predecessor, Agritane, uh, as well as duramide, which is uh, patented chemistry uh, that uh, lasts longer than NBPT alone. And so what Anvil provides is the longest lasting protection against volatilization losses or so-called above ground losses. And so the application where that fits best is when we're top dressing urea or we're dribble banding UAN onto the soil surface. Those are excellent use cases for Anvil because both of them involve higher risk for volatilization loss because we're putting a urea-based fertilizer on the surface of the soil and we're doing that at a period of time during the growing season when we generally have higher temperatures and more intermittent rainfall, uh, which really exacerbates volatilization loss. Anvil can protect against that uh, scenario. And in fact, we've, uh, we've, we've tested Anvil extensively over the last several years. Uh, a three-year multi-location study, uh, Anvil showed a 31 bushel per acre yield advantage to untreated urea. Uh, in situations where volatilization loss uh, really mattered. And so uh, it's, a, it's a great solution. A second solution uh, that Coke offers is Super U Premium Fertilizer, and that is a urea-based fertilizer that is manufactured with our patented integration technology. So it has dual integrated active ingredients that protect against all three forms of loss. Uh, it... Um, it, it has uh, super U has a uniform granule size versus urea to give really nice uh, broad even spread patterns when you go out uh, to top dress corn and uh, retailers really like the dry finish fertilizer because it speeds up their operations because they don't have to uh, worry about treating fertilizer as it goes out the door uh, and we have much less opportunity for buildup on the equipment uh, from a dry finished product such as super U. Uh, we, we actually, um, SuperU participated in a four-year, uh, 15 location study um, in Illinois uh, in uh, recent years and was the top ranked treatment among 19 different combinations of nitrogen form timing and placement. And it just illustrates, um, you know, that, that one pass operational flexibility by top dressing uh, at planting with a product like SuperU can be achieved uh, with an enhanced efficiency solution where you could potentially avoid a split application and still achieve uh, top results in terms of yield. And another exciting product that we offer, the third solution of this trio, would be Centuro uh, Nitrogen Stabilizer. It is a nitrification inhibitor uh, that's designed for anhydrous ammonia and UAN and protects against what we call below ground losses. So those would be leaching and denitrification losses. And what Centuro does is it holds nitrogen back in the ammonium form three times longer than, uh, than, with, uh, than a, a nitrogen source that is not protected by an inhibitor. And so uh, with Centuro, we have seen consistent, very strong performance over the last several years in both injected UAN and anhydrous ammonia in spring applications. I think another one of the myths that farmers often have is that nitrification inhibitors are, are a fall uh, application tool. And in fact, we've seen uh, significant return on investment with Centuro in multiple studies over the last two years uh, where we've applied Centuro in the spring. Uh, and that's in part because we're seeing, uh, we're generally seeing wetter spring seasons. And so we've actually seen a 10 bushel uh, average yield response to Centuro in spring applied UAN 
again, in those situations where below ground losses came into play. And Jared, I would I would ask you specific to this upcoming side dress and, and top dress season, what what are you encouraging farmers to keep in mind when it comes to protecting those nitrogen applications? I would say the biggest thing that we always strive to kind of hit home is, is protect your investment that you put your hard-earned money into. We know that weather is a huge factor. Uh, sometimes we don't have the ability to plan. Um, sometimes timing isn't always on our side either. So what I've been super excited about is, you know, the partnership with a company like Coke, knowing that I've got every product in my toolbox to protect that farmer when he's ready to roll with whichever of the fertility products that he is, you know, potentially shooting for. I think that's been the biggest thing that, that we've had success with is being able to have the confidence in the products and, and the true understanding that, you know, the four R's are one of the most important things that, that, that we can strive to kind of hit home, right rate, right time, right source, right place. I know, guys, we've spent a lot of time in our discussion talking about that awareness and education, and you have a lot of tools for retailers and farmers at CokeAgronomicServices.com. If you could just share a little bit on why folks should check out the Coke Knowledge Center. Sure, Margie. The website is just a great tool for growers and retailers both to find out more about uh, protecting their nitrogen investments and um, and some of those solutions that we talked about earlier. And so uh, if you go there, you'll be able to hear from industry experts, fertilizer retailers, and growers who have already uh, come to know uh, the advantages of using Coke products. And uh, there you'll see articles, videos, third-party research, et cetera. And I think, Jared, you're uh, actually featured on there, aren't you? Man, I can't believe it, but I was asked to. Yeah, I felt very honored. And that's exactly right. I mean, I've I've had some experience with some of these these interviews, um, and I've reached out personally to a couple of the field coke reps. So I would just challenge you guys to do the exact same. Listen and learn wherever you can. No, that's excellent, excellent. And if I could give you guys just one last opportunity, maybe if you would share uh, one takeaway message for this twenty-one growing season. And Tim, I'll ask you to go first. Sure. Bushels are important. Uh, the best way to protect that yield potential with regard to your nitrogen investment is to use a stabilizer. And Jared, for you, one, one takeaway message for this growing season we're, we're entering into. I would say return on investment. That's been one key for me, one take home. You know, and although there is no one, one size fits all approach to nitrogen management, take a step to at least try. Excellent. Guys, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and sharing all of your insights. I want to encourage anybody who wants to suggest future guests for the Scoop podcast, connect with us on Twitter at Farmers Advisor. And for now, I'd like to say goodbye and thank you. I'm the Scoops, Margie Echelkamp. Choose an adjuvant that begins and ends in the field. Petrichor is part of an exclusive family of adjuvants with soybean oil refined by CHS from soybeans grown by and for farmers. Visit chsagronomy.com crop protection to learn more about Petrichor from CHS.